0: You know, baby. Fists of fail. (laughs) Iceman. (laughs) Uh, I don't have to say anything else. Iceman.
1: Will, are we that deprived of good martial arts movie entertainment that we had to sink to the bottom of the barrel and talk about Iceman?
0: Iceman. One of the... the
1: One of the universally panned hated, lamented martial arts films I've always heard people talk about.
0: Hey, you know, for to give it some credit, you said you've always wanted to watch this. I have. I have always wanted yeah. to watch, isn't then... it? So here we are. we're We're finally talking about it. The first of two films. Uh, I, th- I think that's like the big pain point for me that this movie doesn't really. End. Oh, that's the only one. That's the only one zero. <laughs> one of the many. One of the many. One of the many. Uh, this movie's. This movie is actually one of the prime examples of why this show was originally called Fists of Fail, because I watched so many movies back then, like around this era, twenty fourteen and such, where we're coming out of the. I mean. We had the good gems of martial arts movies. And then we had movies like Iceman. And I thought, like, this kind of film is the fail side of this <laughs> a Fail. We actually we pivoted our show a little bit. Our format's a lot different than what original intentions were. But this is what I think of when I think of a movie that just fails. But it's very entertaining. <laughs> oh Well, okay, let me take that back. It's actually not the most entertaining film but it is hilarious when it's funny when it's it funny is up. wildly
1: funny <laughs> i am so annoyed that i laughed the loudest that i've e- that i ever have in maybe the past five years at a very childish scene and it does not deserve to be in this movie like i don't want to <laughs> give my laughter to this movie <laughs>
0: Well, is it is it even on your radar when it comes to so bad it's good films? Because we, we have our, our favorites, right? We, we we have our Fists of Fury. Um, Oh, I think that's the first thing that comes to mind. That's our gold standard right now. Fight uh, oh, of, no, Fury. of Fury. Fight of Fury. Fight of Fury. So, whoops. Um, <laughs> but, like, is that... Does this even compare? Probably not, right? No, no, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> so, unfortunately, this movie is fucking boring. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so bland I can't believe how bland it is and you Mm -hmm. have Donnie Yen starring and doing action direction for it those two things should elevate it above mediocrity but somehow the movie falters in just basic in basic storytelling sometimes too
0: uh huh uh huh yeah, I don't think there's a lot of redeeming factors to this movie at all. Besides the campy, crappy quality that the whole movie has. <laughs> and it's actually astounding to me that this movie also went over budget too. Because there's some cheapness uh, that's a, I, I can kind of feel throughout the whole running maybe, time. Maybe
1: because it went over budget, they had to skimp in other places.
0: Yeah, man, the everything... Yeah. There is not a lot of redeeming qualities to this movie besides the fact that you can laugh at the film rather than laughing with it. None of the intentional comedy works for me. But it's more like, how incompetent can this movie get? You know and what... you're talking about... What, is I was just going to say,
1: you know what's crazy is this is based off of another movie and covered. that we covered, The Iceman Cometh with Yun-Bio and Maggie Chung. And you would think just... Copy that movie. Just follow it to a T and sure. Deviate. You know, so it's yes. not an exact one-for-one copy of the original. And sure, they do that. There is a few places where I noticed, oh, okay, yeah, I see what I see I remember what the original did, and now they're trying to deviate and do something a little different, maybe make it more modern. Sure. That's fine and dandy. But the original template from what i recall it's been a while since we've we've spoken about that film it it works you know it works as the man displaced from his original time and he is acclimating to the quote-unquote modern day he doesn't understand modern things and comedy ensues from that and then also you have the character like maggie chung kind of taking advantage of that in this movie he like doesn't really need to acclimate. Once he comes into modern day, he's like, all right, well, let me just put on this suit. Okay, I'm just a normal guy. Everything yeah. is fine, right? There's no... Yeah. Uh, there, there, there There's no conflict
0: in this movie, really, for Donnie yeah. Yen. Well, it all happens at the very end of the film. And even then, it's so poorly explained. The movie it, does a terrible job explaining a lot of what's going on <laughs> yeah the whole movie i that... was the whole movie i was
1: like okay what what's the point what's mm-hmm. the point we're we're in modern day donnie n gets frozen in the past we're in modern day now what the whole time i kept yes. on saying like hey now what what mm-hmm. what why are we here what is the purpose of this and only in like the la the like the final 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 minutes of the movie they wrap things up i was just like oh uh.
0: that's That's why. Well, do they even wrap things? No, they don't wrap things. They don't. (laughs) There's there's
1: just a twist. That's all. That's all.
0: It's uh it's like it makes M Night Shyamalan cringe. Uh, He 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 would be upset with them because because a a twist is not a uh, resolution, right? This is the movie thinks that as long as you have a twist at the end, it'll leave you wanting more. Right, But the fact that the movie ends on a twist but doesn't solve... It, doesn't give you any answers to questions that you didn't even ask. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's just like a big a, a misstep that the movie took. The, the only misstep that the movie took. Honestly. Oh yeah,
1: the only misstep.
0: <laughs> Will, Will, what, what is this movie about? So, because we, we're getting deep into random oh, complaints yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this movie's not... Okay, before we even get there... When we did our Iceman Cometh episode, I said that it baffles me that the remake, which I watched before that movie, is technically supposed to be a remake of that. Because there's so little that is similar to Iceman Cometh right here. So the only things that are really common here are I Donnie Yen is analogous to the Yumbu character from Iceman Cometh. He is frozen in time from an avalanche
1: after <laughs> snowboarding away from an
0: avalanche on a shield on a shield, on a shield. <laughs> uh this is breath of the wild <laughs> <laughs> yeah he 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 gets frozen in time wakes up in modern day nine 2014 and it's halloween day and he meets up with a Ooh, I don't know this actress's name. Uh, what is her name? She is... Uh, Bu, Eva Huang. Eva Huang. I don't think we've covered her in our show before. I don't think so, yeah. Yeah. So she is drunk. So she takes him in uh, into under her care. But the next day, she's obviously confused that there's a Ming Dynasty warrior in her apartment. <laughs> and also, simultaneously, there are two other Ming warrior time transplants that are also all i guess they're just exploring hong kong as well but they're for some reason seeking out donnie yen and you know, i mean it's, it's revealed pretty early on why but i guess we'll we'll leave that for a later disc part of the discussion
1: well actually i don't remember why so tell me <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> okay well we have the two the two other main worried um, Warriors, right? We have um, uh, Kang Yu. I think we've covered him a couple times. Oh, well, he's been on a couple movies of ours. I don't think we ever called him out. And then we have uh, Bao Chiang Wang. Jeez, I'm going to call him Cao because that's his character's name. Sao um, wants, well, they want to capture Donnie Yen because they apparently think that back, back then he. Betrayed his country to uh, Like Japanese to pirates, right? The, yes, to work with the Japanese pirates. Okay. okay. That's essentially it. And everything in between is everything up to the very end when there's a sort an actual confrontation between them in this incredibly long and boring fight scene. Not a lot happens. <laughs>
1: You know, you you know what kind of makes me (laughs) kind of confuse with you. It makes me laugh. So let's say you're snowboarding away from an avalanche, (laughs) and you black out, and you wake up what hundreds and hundreds of years later. You would think that you would just want to get on with your life. As opposed to doing the duty of your emperor from hundreds of years ago like who fucking cares? why are you why are you still chasing this man who may or may not have wronged the emperor right like who yeah. who gives a shit just live your life?
0: <laughs> well, the first thing obviously that happens when you wake up from that is you piss a fucking river <laughs> <laughs> that's like a fire hose. And I'm I'm joking about this, but it's in the movie. It is so childish. It is, I I can tell that they're trying to go for a comedic effect, but it goes beyond being intentionally funny and going into we're laughing at them. We're laughing.
1: It, it's embarrassing. And <laughs> yes, it's
0: embarrassing.
1: I I kind of like that stuff. Actually, <laughs> I I laughed so hard at the imagery of Donnie Yen waking up after hundreds of years. And just pissing so hard, it almost looks like he's pushing the side of the truck outwards
0: because because of the force of his urine. Well, I mean, you'd think that would be the only pissing gag in the movie, but no, they they kind of they they kind of bookend it with with this great uh, pissing uh, collage, it's, I guess. It's
1: like a piss sandwich, almost. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, wow, what a great way to describe this movie. So yeah, Iceman. Uh, the, the story is... I mean, I kind of explained the synopsis, but that's actually pretty much the story for the most part. There's there's also Simon Yam. He is pegged as the main villain. You don't know what he's up to. All you know is that he wants to kill Donnie n for some reason. And it's revealed at the end. Why? And it's not a good reveal. No. It's actually... I think it's pretty telegraphed. Did you expect that twist?
1: I, they dropped verbal cues that something extra was going to happen. And when it does happen at the end, I thought, okay, yeah, I figured that was going to be it because the whole time Simon Yam is bad guy. Mm -hmm. He is some sort of police officer who also has technology that turned Hong Kong into a surveillance state. So they're able to just use facial facial recognition to find anybody. And that's why they're pursuing Don Yen. And they don't reveal why, though. He's just walking around. They're like, no, we want that guy. Why? I don't know. We just want him.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. It, It doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, maybe... Well, okay, but it doesn't make sense from an audience audience standpoint because the entire time you are just wondering why are they why do they have such a hard on for chasing Donnie Yen? Uh, yeah, uh, just, I don't it's know. so poorly explained. The I don't movie know. It just does a terrible mess. But I will say, um, and I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of the filmmakers, right? So, as much as I remember, both of us liked Iceman Cometh. That movie is pretty good. We like the, especially like the final fight scene Mm -hmm. uh, quite a bit. But that movie, you can't, well, you can't remake it beat for beat because it would be stale, right? So they tried this movie, decided to go a different route. But you can't do that for multiple other reasons because uh, the way that Maggie Q's character was written, Maggie Chung, Maggie Chung, Chung, not Maggie Q, Maggie Chung's uh, character was written. Was it's pretty dated. It's very eighties. Yeah. And essentially, Yun Bu yells at her so hard that she becomes submissive. <laughs> <significant> <laughs> right. Other. Yeah. Right. You, you can't have that in modern day movies. So what does this movie do? We we have the most bland female love interest like possible. She is so wood. I wouldn't say wooden, but she's very uninteresting.
1: She doesn't really have much to do. Yeah, the interesting, the more interesting thing about Maggie Chung's character is, she was trying to really take advantage of Yun Biu in that movie, and then ultimately at the end, it's like you know you feel bad for them because she has to change her heart, blah 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 blah, right? In yeah. this movie, she kind of tries to take advantage of him. Don Yen's paying her by cashing in his gold that apparently he was frozen with, and yeah. then that nothing ever really comes out of that. Right? That that's yeah. kinda it. She doesn't have some sort of any change of heart. The reason why she falls for him is because Donnie Yen uses McDojo moves <laughs> to uncripple her mother. It is oh fucking
0: God. baffling. That scene is so great. That's my favorite fight scene in the entire film. It's so <laughs> aggressive. It goes so hard
1: on Donnie Yen crippling this old woman but him crippling her is actually uncrippling her mentally.
0: <laughs> we actually have a uncrippling montage in the movie too where after the first uh, treatment uh it goes well so <laughs> uh, the, the love interest is like, "Oh, what did you do? You t- you fixed my mom." And he's like, "Yeah, with a couple more th- sessions, I can I can fix her completely." and you just see a montage of him just slapping her around <laughs> just beating her mom senselessly I'm like that's this is great this is the greatest uh, fight montage i've ever seen and and movie. that's
1: how and that's how
0: she fell in love with Donnie. Yen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, but yeah, Donnie, Yen, uh, Donnie Yen's character doesn't have much an, of an arc going from the beginning of the movie to the end. He's kind of is kind of the same as when he starts and when he ends same with the uh, ava huang's character i mean again say what you will about the the 80s original yes it's dated for sure but at least there you can see a progression in characters and, and they're the way that they develop amongst one another this movie tries to take half measures and it starts with the same premise which is ava huang needs to take advantage of donnie yen at first because she needs to pay for her mom's medical treatments so she notices that Don Yen has just this endless amount of gold that he just has up his ass. <laughs> I don't know where he's pulling those gold nuggets from. <laughs> well, and, they're called and, gold nuggets for a reason. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, that that just loses steam immediately. We just lose that part of the her motivation almost right away. She no longer cares about the money. She notices that her mom is getting better. So, like, it's like the screenwriters didn't know what the fuck to do. They were just pulled in so many different directions, and they had no focus. (laughs) Right? I always feel like the movie just meanders everywhere. It really does.
1: And, oh, my God, the editing in this. I started to lose my mind because (laughs) every new scene location, we had a... A text title card, like at the side mm-hmm. of the screen, and it would, and it would always come in with a sh- with the sound of a gun and a, a slice of a knife, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it yeah. just kept on happening every couple minutes. I was like, "Stop <laughs> it! I don't care where we are."
0: Ugh. Well, with that said, since we're talking about the technicals, what about the action zero? All all like <laughs> all two of them all two fights. oh my god uh
1: why are we talking about this movie? yeah i
0: know yeah yeah yeah. well i wanted to talk about because i want to shit on it we, we, we go through the Haya we've got been going through the haya catalog and this is one of those bigger well more well-known films on their list maybe we've no, always wanted to talk about maybe it. infamously well-known not for a good yeah. reason yeah so we might be able to keep the action segment a little short today, but we we always fucking say that. I, I definitely want to shit on the story, so that, that might be fun <laughs> to but, talk about. Yeah,
1: but action-wise, action directed by Donnie Yen, mm-hmm. that usually comes with a higher pedigree. And here, hmm. So, yeah, it's not, it's not good, but I started to think about it. And I think... What happened is, they this movie was billed as a three D film. I saw I see that a lot in the marketing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I noticed at the end, you'll see things flying at the camera. You'll see CGI glass going at the screen. You'll see moves where it's it's coming towards you. And I started to think, okay, I think that's why this is just not up to par because he's he's you he's trying to play t- towards the gimmick right so he's trying to design fights around having things come at you because it's sure. 3D look at the dimensions of the punch and it's not even that interesting it's like hey let me throw the shield at you let me have my CGI chain that I'm wailing around and every now and then you can kind of see it flails and whips
0: a little bit towards you and I guess yep. that's just what it is he's He's playing towards a gimmick. Yeah, no, I I can definitely see that. And I I thought that too. Sometimes throughout the movie, you'll notice things just flying at the screen. And, you know, our opinions, or my opinion at least, on 3D films is that it is a gimmick and they're definitely very dated for us plebeians who have a regular TV at home watching this movie. Well, nobody has a 3D TV anymore (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's just and and not like we're going to go watch this at an three like with the true 3D experience in theaters uh, to watch Iceman. I mean, I might watch this over Avatar if, if, if it's up to me though. Um yeah, and and because it's so le- so much leaning into this gimmick, I I do notice that the action does suffer. But even then, I it's just so heavily reliant on the cg especially at the end and i understand uh, the final set piece they tried to film it on they wanted to film it on this actual bridge but they couldn't because of permit reasons so they built it as a sound stage it looks good it, i think uh yeah it's i mean it's all real it's like a real it.
1: bridge and it's not like a cgi bridge right that's
0: true that's true, but there's there's some times where it's like the, the even the pavement itself is CG, mm-hmm. right? You'll see yeah, that. there's a
1: few times when it's like, oh god, that is not anything. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. it's just pixels on the floor.
0: <laughs> yeah, but other than that, I think uh, God, this movie, it if it had some decent action, and it didn't have to rely on this 3D craze that was going on around the time. I think maybe it would at least have some redeeming quality. Because like, the, the screenplay is awful. Like, like yeah, everything, yeah. almost everything about the movie is awful. And the action has to be bland. So, yeah. Right. There's really not a lot of redeeming qualities to it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're talking and about And that's it. why we're talking
1: about it. Oh, God. Why did you... <laughs> is, is this my punishment for picking, like, Dragon Wolf and
0: King of yes. Fighters? <laughs> no! Yes, yes. <laughs> Because I watched this a long time ago. I hated it. But for some reason, watching it again, I love the shit out of this experience. (laughs) I don't love the movie, but I love this experience. You like the experience. Yeah, I
1: I wish we watched it together. I was watching it, and (laughs) I was cringing so hard. I I couldn't put myself to really rewatch it a second time. I watched the English dub, and it was just on in the background. I looked over every now and then, because it's just... (laughs) <laughs> the movie is so boring. It's just a shame. Yeah. It's so boring. Yeah, and the action it it just doesn't really do anything. There's slight little pops of I don't know just Yen, uh brutality, you know, because they're really hitting each other. He's he's an sure. action director that really focuses on like those big hits. He knows when to highlight them. When to make them stand out, and every now and then you'll see a nice little combination, and okay, that's that's cool. If I took if I took that out of context, you might think this might be a good martial arts movie. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> but when you see no, it as not, a whole, this well, it's crazy though because the the final action scene on the bridge it's pretty long. It just mm-hmm. kind of keeps on going on and on. Do you think it's because he's whipping around a, a CGI chain that kind of so. like, takes you out of it? Like, it, do you think if that was real, maybe that might
0: help make it feel more authentic or more visceral? Um, probably not. Well, okay, if it was real, it would be significantly harder to choreograph, right? Yeah, um, because like chains, they're very unpredictable, especially with the length that he's working with. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, like imagine like a whole rope and dart choreography that would be like, sure, fucking well, difficult as hell,
0: right? Well, I I, I do have one complaint, <laughs> just one, just one complaint. <laughs> but, well, it, it it stylistically this movie decided to go with the Wuxia route, right? With plus the CGI augmentation, right? So my complaint is, why can't we just? do what Iceman Cometh did. It's It was el- small elements of Wuxia, but for the most part, all the fighting was grounded. Yeah. I, why does everyone need to fly around? Why do we need to do super fantastical, superhuman things? Why can't we have legitimate martial arts on screen?
1: It's there sometimes. Uh, some, like I said, you can find little hints of chained movements that come together. And I was like, okay, that kind of feels like some Donnie Yen choreography. And then... A guy with an oversized shield starts orbiting towards him <laughs> like he's a UFO, and
0: the whole oh, the man. whole
1: thing just loses its weight.
0: <laughs> oh, that's the only time. That that's yeah, that's play. the
1: only uh, time.
0: <laughs> man, I can't wait till we talk about that because that scene goes on forever, and it's also not the most interesting. It, it just there's no point of escalation or feeling like it ever ends, right? Or like it's about to end. It just keeps on going. Well, it keeps on
1: going, and he's fight- so it's Don fighting the two other Ming Dynasty warriors, and they're pretty equal throughout, so the whole time I kept thinking, all right, well, where's the turning point? When's one person going to get the upper hand on the other? And it never feels like that moment happened. They just suddenly bring in vehicles, and the vehicles come crashing into them, and then... That's when it's like okay, there's no more fighting. It's just dodging cars and yeah, and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Like we always say this in fight scenes: when how does the how does the hero triumph? How does he get the upper hand? Or how does he start losing his advantage?
0: Right. And right. it's because of cars.
1: <laughs> his weakness <laughs> is moving vehicles.
0: Yeah. Well well, well. we'll save that when we get into the exact like exact details because story right so well i guess this might be a good time to to go into the exact details of the movie um and we'll, we'll break it down with spoilers the, 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 our general action segments so if you guys want to listen to all that well oh god i really hope we don't have to talk about this for another hour but we <laughs> probably will uh you can listen you can follow us on patreon um at fists of fail uh, and we'll be able to break down all the spoilers, all the action in the movie. And uh, also, you give me, if you subscribe to our higher tier, our Black Belt level, you can listen to our Quick Jab episodes. Uh, what do we have slated for next week Is there a, or this upcoming week?
1: Uh, well, one of the ones we talked about was Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We generally don't cover <laughs> yes. superhero movies, but I wanted to talk about it because I do like that series. And it's got a pretty kick-ass action scene at the end, so if you want to hear that, you should consider
0: subscribing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I only gave you the uh, the option of a superhero movie because I am subjecting you to this. So, <laughs> all right. With that said, let's talk about <laughs> our favorite movie of the year, Iceman. Uh hey guys thanks for listening to the podcast we're at the point where we give our recommendations but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on patreon there you can listen to the entire episode including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie and now on to our final thoughts <laughs> oh my god that is fucking Iceman!
1: is that Iceman? oh my god what a shit and piss sandwich of a movie this is because literally it is it's bookmarked with piss Uh and there's shit in the middle so it really is a piss and shit sandwich
0: wow this is uh this is great (laughs) this movie was great um i i do think we should have watched this together but, yeah, we really, we really should. Yeah, have. a couple beers. This is one of those films that was worth it. I, I, so I've seen the second one. I don't remember that one very well either. But then again, I barely remember this movie as well. This being my second and third viewings of the film, I, I think this movie is a travesty. <laughs> 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 it's, it's horrendous. Uh, but it's probably, <laughs> I, I say this. With uh, like a little being a little snarky, but also a little bit like a little bit genuine. It's probably one of Donnie Yen's more memorable films. <laughs> because <laughs> oh my god, because it's no. so bad. No, because no, I, I no. mean, I love I love Donnie Yen because you know great martial artist, and he's done a lot of movies that I love. But in terms of like movies that I'll remember him for, this is one of them. Because it's so Man. bad, it is so bad. Man, you remember when we went
1: to a few of the New York Asian yes, Film Festival yes. screenings, I was and they give, up. they do it they do a DVD giveaway, uh-huh. and they say they have a few movies, and then one of them is Iceman. They had th- four nobody, copies. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wanted to take Iceman.
0: <laughs> uh, they had four I copies. Wish we, I wish,
1: I wish we took all four copies <laughs> of that movie. <laughs>
0: Uh, I remember you were sitting next to me and you're like oh and, and when so the guy was like oh um, <laughs> we you can any, the anyone here can just get a free copies of Iceman or a t-shirt no one took the no one took the DVDs <laughs> like no one and uh, you're you're asking me oh do you want that I'm like fuck no I've seen that movie you know, like absolutely not you'd have to pay me to take that to <laughs> the DVD uh, but here we are doing our service Uh, For you guys listening and covering this as a full episode. So, you're welcome. (laughs) I don't think anyone's anyone's thanking us for this. Uh, Would you recommend this movie, Zero? (laughs) Uh, Kind
1: of. Kind of, yeah. I'm really embarrassed to say kind of. It really does border the so-bad-it's-good territory. Mm Mm-hmm. But the script is god awful. Mm-hmm. The pacing of the story is just horrendous to sit through. Yep. But man, when the movie is really bad, it's really bad, <laughs> and it's really fun to laugh at. So yeah, you, I, I think you need to be in a group setting with watching this. Have a couple beers, have a couple friends, and just make fun of it yeah. it's, it's it's just bad. It's just a bad movie, and then action wise, it's pretty pretty bland. Pretty bland. It, although the end action scene is long, there's lots of fighting in the end, but that doesn't mean it's good fighting. Yeah. It
0: just kind of
1: won't stop.
0: <laughs> Why won't you end? Uh, yeah, and seven minutes doesn't sound like a lot, but when you think about the typical action scene, it's like oh my god, you really feel its length. Plus, the the fight not good. Which is a shame, because we got some good performers, but because it leans into the 3D, because the movie's just generally a complete shitshow. Uh, yeah, there's unfortunately not a lot of redeeming factors in the movie, if any at all. Uh, I, yeah, I can't I can't add anything else to what you just already said. So, um, if you don't like So Bad's Good movies... I mean, if you like So Bad's Good movies, definitely check it out. I, I think there's some low points. It's not the greatest, but... Overall, it's still pretty entertaining. But if you don't like so bad as good movies, I still recommend it because I <laughs> love torturing people, <laughs> and I think it's worth checking out just so they could be like, "Will, I fucking hate you. Why did you recommend this?"
1: <laughs> you got to be like, "Oh, hey, like you liked John Wick Four? Oh, you know that guy Donnie Yen? Oh, yeah, you should check out his other films. Let me show you Ice, Ice Man." Man. <laughs>
0: And you gotta check out the sequel, too. Oh, God, do do we have to cover the sequel now? One day. You're lucky I didn't make you cover both
1: in one one sitting. Oh, God. All right, well, you heard it here. I guess we're gonna have to cover that eventually. One day. I wanna hear what you guys think.